0: hello everyone and welcome to the protagonist podcast where each week we look at a great character in a great story except when we don't i'm joe dorowski and this week we are making our picks for our fantasy box office 2024 which means joining me for the discussion and the game is producer andrew welcome andrew hello oh andrew do we need to give any recap about our 2023
1: well i mean
0: for, for our look we we, probably we did play
1: the game we played the game uh mm-hmm. to completion and uh and no it results. happened yeah, there there was a result. Um, I don't think we need to say what the result was.
0: <laughs> I think this is one. This is probably <laughs> the earliest the game's ever been over. Like once I had both it was Super Mario and Barbie. That was pretty it. And, solid. Uh, yeah. Once we saw the box office returns on those ones, I guess that's what it. was.
1: I'd, I'd say it was. It was Barbie. I mean, Barbie alone would have done it. Yeah. Um, regardless of, of 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 other stuff. So you have won again. Uh, this time by a full billion dollars adjusted.
0: One billion adjusted dollars. What and
1: is record? once again, the Rotten Tomato score is an average of 66. You had a slightly better average than I did. You had 67. I had 64 as your collective adre- average. Yep. And okay. so that's pretty comparable. So basically, yep. we, it, it, with the average in mind, we could almost play this without the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if the Rotten Tomatoes has actually ever made the difference.
0: Yeah, like the biggest difference for me was probably I, my bleed would be bigger because of Mario had a bad Rotten Tomatoes score, but a huge box office. And that's probably the biggest swing, I think, of the whole board. Yeah, but I even don't think, then I still won my billion. So it's like, eh.
1: yeah, I don't <laughs> think the game has ever rested on, um, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. And I mean, even with that, for example, like Mario is still the number three.
0: In the adjusted, yeah, even with it, I just just lost what like two hundred million, uh, two hundred forty million. It looks like yeah, two forty, and so just a quarter billion just out the window, but but like,
1: I mean, we talked about this in in one of the quick casts. The only thing that matters is like the top five to seven films for the year, regardless of the Rotten Tomatoes. Here, if they're the biggest, if they're the biggest, it doesn't matter.
0: Just, we might have some new listeners who didn't hear us, don't know what this game is that we're talking about. Each year, we do a draft, and we pick the movies from the upcoming year, and we receive the box office of that film multiplied by its Rotten Tomato score. So if it gets drubbed by the critics and you gets the 30%, we only get 30% of its box office. Uh, so for example, in the case of Mario, uh, it made a huge amount of the box office, 574 million, and we do the mm-hmm. domestic box office, not the international, uh, but it only had 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. So you only uh, got 338 million. Right, whereas with uh, like Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, which I had, uh, it was 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I got almost everything that it made. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to I- pick the big money earners that are likely to be at least liked by the critics not necessarily loved because you can lose hundreds of millions of dollars if you if you get a low Rotten tomato score
1: but but really like i was saying if you can get like the majority of the top 5 to top 7 movies you're mm-hmm. going to win and so how did that go the, this year the Let's rotten the tomatoes results. like the rotten tomatoes doesn't matter that much mario's the biggest impact it's probably ever had on a on a like straight numbers like you lost 200 million out of it it's still the number three performer for our game right and so that's like that's ridiculous so if you've got the biggest stuff it's going to be the biggest even if it's not well even if it's not like adored by the critics it's still going to be fine if it's if it's you know a massive movie of the year it can only do so bad in Rotten Tomatoes and then you know that can still only hurt you so much. If it's the biggest thing, it's going to make five hundred million, and so so here's the adjusted top ten.
0: Well, here you wanted me to uh, to guess this. Uh, right? well,
1: uh, well, I think I was thinking of the unadjusted, so the regular um, domestic okay. box office on Box Office Mojo, because that might include films that we didn't account for.
0: Okay, so in our uh, game, I know f- pretty certain the top three are Barbie, Super Mario, and Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Is that yes. right? Uh,
1: and so are you guessing the box off like the box office mojo right now
0: yeah yeah this is the just okay. the straight up not the raw tomatoes
1: yes and so that is and that is in the correct order so that's barbie okay. with 636 super mario with uh 575 and spider-man with 381 those are and, huge numbers and and like there's going to be a point where things drop off and then it's like oh the rest of the the rest of this game for the year is not <laughs> significant after like after about 15, you start getting, uh, you know, under 100 million. And it's like, oh, well, compared to 600 million, why are you even playing?
0: <laughs> right. And let's see. So I had all those. And I think I probably, my guess is the fourth was Guardians of the Galaxy, which was another one of my picks. Guardians of the you
1: Galaxy. You are right. correct.
0: Okay, um, now after this, <laughs> I am far less confident. Yeah, uh, so this I've is where it's going to get because... more interesting once and, the game was over, I stopped my usual box office hounding where I'm looking every single weekend. But once Barbie had hit big for me, I was like, mm, that's that's pretty much it. All right. And
1: I did just I just had to make a, an adjustment. So this is only in your releases because Avatar Way of Water still had quite a bit of money mm. in the beginning of this year. So I just oh, had to remove yeah, that yeah. one because that would have been a factor December. in the. it would have been in the top 10.
0: OK, Uh I'm debating these next two. I think it's going to be in some order. Uh, Little Mermaid and uh, Oppenheimer being lifted. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. It was going to be a hit, but it was definitely mm-hmm. also listed by Barbie. So is it those two?
1: It is those two. Uh, you have them in the wrong order.
0: So, okay, Oppenheimer, so
1: Oppenheimer beat okay. Little Mermaid.
0: All right. <sighs> this is where. OK, this might be. A so now man. you're at number seven. I, I know there are two big surprises this year, and I don't know if they landed in the top 10 or not. It is Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour and Sound of Freedom, the Angel Studios film. Uh, a hagiographic biography of a man that turns out <laughs> to maybe have been a monster. Uh, but they got lucky in the timing. <laughs> they released the film right before the lawsuits against the man that the film was about. <laughs> um,
1: so those are not next. They oh, okay. are, are they- num- they're number nine and number 10. Taylor Swift is number 10. Okay. Sound of Freedom oh. is number nine. All right. What am I missing here? Which? Um, oh, Ant-Man and
0: the Wasp. That's, it, it disappointed, but it was still in the top 10, right? That's number seven.
1: Okay. So you're you're missing one movie, the number eight movie of the year. Is it Indiana Jones? It is not.
0: Okay. Sound oh. of
1: Freedom beat Indiana Jones. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Um John Wick. It is John Wick, chapter four. Okay. Great job. You did you did shockingly good <laughs> in putting together that top ten. But, Let me read but, off
0: my next one was gonna be a Mission Impossible. Wasn't there a Mission Impossible this year that we thought was going to be huge, but was just kind of okay? We did
1: think it was going to be huge. It was a big disappointment in the game. Uh, That's number 12.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: So let me me read off the rest of the top 20 in like just regular box office earnings, no Rotten Tomato adjustments or or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So number 11 was Indiana Jones. Number 12 was Mission Impossible. And just like Taylor Swift and Sound of Freedom beating those just seem wild. (laughs) Yeah. This year... So most of those films in the top 10, most of them are from the first half of the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, which is, we cut it off at December 31st. So like Wonka, I think in the end of its box office run, maybe in the top 10, it's Mm. doing very well. I think Uh, it's doing very well, but I don't think it's going to hold out much longer. Okay, I mean, we'll you know, that's, that's my suspicion. We'll, but... we'll start talking about what competition it's going to have soon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Hunger Games is thirteen. Transformers was fourteen. Creed three was fifteen. Elemental sixteen, seventeen is Wonka. Uh, mm-hmm. Fast X. I think we had high hopes for Fast X, and it didn't come through. Right. Uh, that was number eighteen. Five Nights at Freddy's not on our radar. Oh that's yeah, number that nineteen. A,
0: that one was out of night- that, that was a big one that we yeah. we just missed. That's bad on us. Uh,
1: and then twenty is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Now, Five Nights at Freddy does follow our rule, though, that there's always some horror film that we we miss. Yes, uh,
1: <laughs> but so. I mean, you got Megan, which that's which was like pretty solid, yeah. and so we thought that we had captured the horror film yeah. for the year, but that was early in the year too.
0: I also had Scream Six, which I think was I'm, I'm going to pull it up. I think uh, it came out. Oh yeah, yeah Scream, that, that Scream was, Six came out. Yeah, that was a uh, that was that was a it little more than Megan. Yeah, it did yeah, 100, I did over a hundred million. Yeah, but Five Nights of Ready is made hundred almost 140 million. And we, yeah. we just completely missed that one entirely. So, All right.
1: so our number one, so like number one in the game is Barbie. That was the number 10 pick. Which I think oh. is probably the lowest pick that we've ever had come up to number one. Uh yeah. excluding 2020.
0: Right. That was a weird one where it didn't uh Sonic end up yeah. being number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so that which one doesn't I, oh, count. Oh
0: Sonic might be on the radar. Sonic three.
1: Um <laughs> And then our highest overperformer in the top ten is Oppenheimer. It was picked at twenty one, and it ended up in number
0: four. Oh, that was a great pick, right? That yeah, was yours, right? Yeah, um, great pick. Up.
1: And it's it's easier to get overperformers later in the year, just because we are less inclined to put faith in something that we don't know as much about. Okay. And so the you know, the biggest overperformer for the year is Wonka. Picked at number fifty, finished at number eleven.
0: Oh, that made a lot of money in just uh, yeah, like a yeah, 140. I mean, it was I mean, we're always scared to pick the December films, uh, but th- yeah, there's often one that makes a hundred million, uh, which and, is and we lost into some the top,
1: top fifteen or so. We lost some December movies, like or or oh, November. Okay. I think. Like, all right, let's talk about I actors had,
0: that we have. this I year. had
1: Dune Part Two, and that's that was that that's, hurt. that's pushed to next year, and it's like, well, that would have been a big one. I wonder if all the Wonka money is just people who. Had set aside a few bucks for Timothy Chalamet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now I I don't know that uh, Dune Two was going to be a billion dollar performer for you, but it was definitely a big one that you missed out on because a number of films mm-hmm. n- got pushed in anticipation of uh, studios missing films because of the strikes. Not. Uh, like like Dune Two was done, it, it mm-hmm. could have gone out, but Warner Brothers knows they're going to be light on the number of films they're able to release next year, so they shifted a heavy hitter uh, there so that their their box their bottom line doesn't go too flat for twenty twenty four. I also lost and-
1: Craven the Hunter.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I I don't feel bad about you <laughs> seeing that one, <laughs>
1: but like it's not on your list for for next year. Somewhere, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, on there.
0: At the very bottom, I have a list of Hail Marys. It might be on my Hail Marys list. <laughs>
1: I mean, we pick we pick fifty two movies.
0: Yeah, it, it's uh, a lot.
1: And honestly, I had a hard time finding more than fifty two okay. movies that and were coming that's out we're next year. This year,
0: this, so, year, this next year, are we Are ready we to move have, into into yeah. the new year. We we definitely have a lighter slate than normal because of the strikes, which took out months of pre production and production for films. Uh, and it, but. It also means we're having some like surprise films get announced uh, that are appearing on schedule. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely gonna be at least one or two films that makes a fair amount of money that just wasn't even on the calendar yet because it's been being rushed into production right now. And it's going to be released in September or October or something like that.
1: Right. But that would still have been like a, a surprise hit anyway. Like we're not going to suddenly get a new Marvel movie added to the calendar.
0: Right. And that's one thing we going to need to note are when we started this game, our go-to was pick your Star Wars film, pick your Marvel film, and then maybe some Disney stuff. stuff. That. Yeah. Uh, there is no Marvel film at all. Uh, well, okay, Marvel Studios film. There, the, mm. There's Deadpool 3. Uh, which which
1: is, I think, technically a Marvel Studios film. Yeah,
0: because, well. Okay, it's yeah, complicated. Disney bought Fox. and it, it, It's a little messy about Deadpool 3, but it's not part of the traditional MCU, which it used to be Grab the MCU film that's coming out. Mm-hmm. right so there's no mcu film there is deadpool 3 and there are a couple sony spider Verse films i i don't I, it's weird to call them spider-verse even because toby you know there's been no appearance by uh by, by any of the spider-man in the but, sony spider-verse but they call but it the Verse.
1: yeah they're they're well i think they're they're technically part of what fans affectionately refer to as as the spunk <laughs> the Sony pictures universe of marvel characters
0: uh, so there's a couple of those, uh, but no MCU films. There's also no Star Wars films yet. They're starting to get into pre-production on a couple. But of Star it's not, not going to
1: be this year, and probably so, not next year.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, th- I think it's 2025 is the soonest we'll see a Star Wars film. But that'll be back on our our radar at some point here. And then another gold standard rule was grab the Disney November animated film for the holiday family rush. Boy, did that misfire this year. I mean, when it has not out. been
1: as reliable for a no, while I, I think we, we had been frozen trending when we started the game
0: but and frozen and frozen 2 both heavily delivered uh on that front for yeah.
1: us well i th- i don't know if we were doing the game when frozen came oh, out but, frozen but frozen 2 did but, was a yeah huge so so that has been a, a declining return is getting that disney animated movie or disney live action yeah those have both so, been de- de- decreasing returns and actually i don't know if you saw this this past year was the first year in a while that Disney and its, you know, subsidiaries did not collectively make the most at the box office. Universal and its subsidiaries did.
0: Because Universal had Illumination, which was the Super Mario movie. hmm Um It was, was Universal it, what, Barbie too? No, that was Warner Brothers. I was gonna guess Warner Brothers, because they've had a few surprise hits.
1: I think uh, I don't know if it, it like factors in expense because they spent a lot on several superhero movies that did not turn enough oh, yeah, profit.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh four and, and, four know,
1: separate four separate DC movies came out last year.
0: Okay, let me see if I can name them. We had Blue Beetle and Aquaman uh-huh. and uh-huh. Shazam. Yep. And then uh okay, I you've watched I love this comic movie. book superheroes. I I love comic book superheroes. I have a PhD writing about comic book superheroes <laughs> and I'm trying to pull another <laughs> you, major. You've watched this movie this it year. It was, it wasn't flash or Batman. It was the flash that came out this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, for some reason in my head, it was uh, oh, like a December of last year release, but
1: yeah. And so. Woof. Yeah. So you had like four of those movies. You don't have any DC movies this coming year either. Yeah, Not as big a factor the, in the world. in the game, but it's also like, oh, like no Marvel, no DC, no Star, no star Wars. Wars, like the,
0: iffy Disney offerings.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a weird year.
0: All right. Well, shall we get into oh, it? Oh,
1: also no, no big Tom Cruise.
0: Uh, Which I wasn't like a gold standard rule. We were just all shocked by Top Gun Maverick and thought, oh, we got another bankable star and then Mission Impossible mm-hmm. came out. It was fine. And, it and, it, like, and it's like, it, oh,
1: I guess we don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it had some money to it. Um, all right. I, I think we started to do that. Whoever has lost can pick uh first. Is that what we've been doing? Um uh, I'm not yeah, sure. I've I never lost, so it's hard for me to remember what it yeah, is in that scenario. I will <laughs> go second so I can get two back to back. Okay. Oh, that does put it on me to choose what will be the number one film now listeners we're going to try our best to remember to give a little recap where we can about what the film is that we're picking and why it is that we're picking it um this year is a real grab bag
1: though like we are both just hustling to try and get the majority of the top seven movies and that might be from pick number 20
0: all right you know no, literally like i i just wrote down on a piece of paper this is maybe the least research i've ever done last year Mm -hmm. i joked that i was going all vibes uh but I you know I had looked at some predictions and stuff. This year I pretty much well and truly am going just by vibes and feel. Here. I looked at a um, couple
1: of lists just to like get enough movies and make like, sure that
0: I had yeah what's uh, actually happening. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> but but as I was making the list, I put top 10, mid tier, uh late late grabs and then Hail Marys. Those were my four quadrants. And, and you and had I, what,
1: 12 to 15 in your top 10?
0: No, I had 7. <laughs> After I started dropping in what I had on the calendar and I was like, Oh no, what do I need to move up from the mid tier into my top 10? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird one. It's a really weird one.
0: Okay. I am going to go with a tried and true family franchise and take Despicable Me 4 with the first Mm -hmm. pick. Okay. Um, Illumination has been on a hot streak, hotter than Pixar or Disney of late, I would say uh, with their, their animated films. Mm -hmm. Um, And, in the summer, there's always a family film that is going to make more than three hundred million dollars, and I'm just betting it's going to be Despicable me, me for, and it'll be fine with the critics. Might not be in the '90s, but it'll probably be in the '70s or '80s. Mm-hmm. And um, I just don't see an obvious one that's going to be that five hundred million dollar earner on on this list at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think the number one is going to break six hundred million.
0: No, I'd, which is I'd what be Barbie very did, surprised. Right? Bar- Barbie last year did.
1: Yes, and, and, then, in and years, then Mario MCU had, and
0: uh, MCU and, and Star Wars were always breaking five hundred million easily, like without even blinking. You were getting
1: mm-hmm. and then um and then Mario broke five hundred. And yeah. those are the top two. I don't think we're
0: gonna get two films that break five hundred. No. I don't I'm not even guaranteeing one. I could see it happening, maybe one. Uh, but I don't feel confident about it.
1: Yeah, I think and and so last year it went 600, 500, and then we were in the 300s. We skipped right over 400 million. I'm hoping for like two 400 million movies.
0: Yeah, and I, see, I my, definitely see a list. handful on my list where I'm like, that could be a 300 million. Like, my my top three, I I think all of them will make over 300 million. Uh-huh. Uh, after that, I'm like, well, some of you may make 300 million. Most of you are going to be in that 100 to 300 million range somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so I've got two picks to make now. I... And listeners, we're just going to snake that right here at the top. And but then from here on out, it'll just, it, be it, other it'll other.
1: alternate. Yeah. It's just because the number one movie of the year is so huge. So if you can nail that, it's too powerful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so if you've had the chance to get that first pick, I don't think we've ever actually picked the number one, maybe a couple times, but, but not consistently. Yeah. Uh, and so I've got two. I wasn't exactly planning on having this. Um, so I'm going to
0: take Dune part two mm-hmm. and Deadpool three. Those were my next two picks. That was my but, top three. Okay. Despicable Me four, Dune two and Deadpool three. Everyone's like, oh, people are have franchise fatigue, but these are by far the ones Not- I had the most mm-hmm. faith in and earning a significant box office.
1: Yeah. So Despicable Me four, I had put it at number five. It was like my first animated pick. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I had it in my top five and i have some other animated stuff coming up so you know okay. w- like yeah. w- who knows but i got my top two picks technically
0: yeah oh and i th- again th- those are absolutely my next two picks i am mm-hmm. uh, i you made the right choice uh if you had the option to go either number one or two and three i think these two yeah. and three are gonna be really good picks for you
1: yeah i feel i feel and and the fact that they were your next picks makes me feel very good obviously uh so dune part two the sequel to dune it was released during COVID, it went straight to HBO Max um, or simultaneous release, um, mm-hmm. I, I guess. And uh, people seem to be really excited for the sequel coming out last year. It got pushed, so I want to grab it for this year. Deadpool 3, the only, I mean, really the only superhero movie. I yeah. I, I guess the Sony ones count, but. Um, <laughs> uh, and the Deadpool movies have have made tons of money. They put Hugh Jackman in the actual Wolverine costume. It only took them 20 years. Um,
0: I've seen the set photos of Hugh Jackman in the yellow Wolverine costume. Looks fantastic. Looks Why amazing. Did it take years? I can't Why believe it. Like,
1: like, At some point, Joseph, you're going to be like showing movies in your classes. And you're going to be like, let's watch the first X-Men movie. And people <laughs> are going to be like, what are, what are they wearing? What is this? And we're like, well, okay, put it in context. Matrix just came out. Yeah, and then X Men came out,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and this is what everyone thought was going to be the cool stuff. And yeah. you're
0: like, "Oh man, I." And strangely, I'm they also so made these good in the costumes comic books, uh, in corporate synergy. The X Men for a little while wore all mm-hmm. black costumes, uh, yeah, to try and match with the the early 2000s. X-Men but books. in the
1: comic books, they looked better.
0: Yeah, they did better on the color highlights to make them a little more distinctive.
1: Um, but yeah, so I think I think Deadpool three is going to be a pretty big deal
0: now i was surprised when i was putting together my top 10 because usually um I, I guess another like rule of thumb has been take the pg-13 big action films before the r-rated action films deadpool 3 not, absolutely is going to be r-rated and it's not uh, reliable
1: anymore r-rated no. films have been making more money
0: yeah and also i think the series have been uh misfiring on their PG 13 more often uh, yeah. and and, w- and trying to appeal to all the quadrants. They're appealing to none of the quadrants. So I have uh, more R rated films in my top 10 than I normally would uh, mm-hmm. because and Deadpool three was going to be one of those. I um, have not actually really evaluated the, the ratings on these, but this next one. Okay. So I've got a little jumble at this point after the top 10. I imagine you do too. I don't think we're going to line up very often uh, from here on out, maybe like similar films within like five mm-hmm. spots of each other. I am going to bank on some positive associations with someone who was already an A-list star, but was part of the biggest film of last year. Uh, I'm going to take Ryan Gosling starring in The Fall Guy. Whoa. number four. Uh, that is I, a big... It's a big reach for you? That is a, that is a big... <laughs> I had that down at 22 I think it's going to be 150 to 200 and these other ones I could see, like I have high variance on the other ones and I feel pretty good about this one. making that much, but no, no, I I feel,
1: I feel positive about this movie. I kind of enjoyed the trailer. Like I thought it it was a a fun vibe. I don't uh... know. I don't know what it's going to earn. And so I had it, I had it down at 22 Uh, mixed, mixed amongst like 10 other films that are, I think within you know, like my estimation, probably within ten million dollars of each other.
0: Okay, now entirely, I'm, I'm going to admit this is when I said I put when I was first making my list, I only had seven films in my top ten, and then like, oh, I got to pull some up. This is one that I pulled up, and I probably overslotted Ooh. it. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to lift this one from mid tier, and then I watched the trailer. I'm like, that was a lot of fun. Everyone likes Ryan Gosling right now. Yeah, <laughs> this could be mm-hmm. so definitely could be a reach. Uh, this is based on an old TV show that I don't think very many people remember, but the basic premise is uh there's a stunt man. Uh, for a TV show that ends up on a wild action adventure,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, he <laughs> he gets pulled into real action,
0: lo- lo- r- real life action, uh, and he's a stunt, a trained stuntman. Uh, okay, so Ryan Gosling starring in the and t- uh, the Fall Guy as an action comedy. It looks like you know, just mm-hmm. him doing his exasperated and, and with Emily uh, Blunt. At, yeah, oh yeah, with Emily Blunt as the director that he's pulls him into the weird, uh, real world mm-hmm. chaos.
1: Yeah, that's. I think it's a good pick. I think it should definitely be up there. Honestly, I probably had it too low at 22.
0: And I think I probably have it too high. Here. So, we'll we'll see what happens. So, th- we right. average out. Um, <laughs> what's your next pick?
1: <laughs> my next pick, this is the only thing when I made my list, uh this is the only thing that I uh, that I moved up from where it was. I moved it up one slot, and I'm going to take Godzilla X-Kong: The New Empire. Oh.
0: Okay, that's in my my mid tier, which I didn't even put in order. It was just for me to start grabbing stuff in the in the mid tier. So, okay, we're we're we're, we're similarly uh, feeling like the other one might be overreaching. But but Godzilla and Kong, strangely, there's a lot of love right now for the Japanese Godzilla, Godzilla mm-hmm. Minus One.
1: I'm kind um, of banking on that carrying over.
0: Which is not part of this universe of Godzilla no. and Kong.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, not. But does the average moviegoer know that? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't, who knows? I, I don't know. I, I think they're probably aware, but we'll see what happens.
1: But, but also, like, if you're hyped on Godzilla, you're hyped on Godzilla.
0: I mean, oh, Godzilla is just... There's something so pure about the concept of Godzilla and it just being an entertaining movie. Just. I
1: have heard that uh this is really more of a Kong movie. Okay. And it it, it should really just be called Kong, The mm-hmm. New Empire. Godzilla's not in as much of it, but I don't care butts and seats. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's all you're looking for. Okay, so we both felt like we overreached. Uh, The other one overreached Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the last pick. Uh, My next one is going to be one of those R-rated action films uh, that I mentioned. It's going to be Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Uh, The Mad Max Fury Road made a lot more money than we were expecting, if I remember, Mm -hmm, and mm it has a lot of goodwill, and I believe it is the same director back uh, for this, and it is also starring... uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who's... Thank you. Anya Taylor-Joy. Who's who's a, a pretty,
1: I'd say, a star right now.
0: Yeah, and and entering, you know, not not like maybe the full like film a list, but the recognizable talent. Mm-hmm. She's she's getting into that a list, absolutely. Uh, and this could be the film, you know, that makes her the. I mean, was her last film New Mutants? That's not on her. No, uh,
1: <laughs> it was it was. Um, oh, it was the one the the Eat the Rich one?
0: Uh, oh right, uh,
1: the menu, uh, the
0: menu. Okay,
1: which which I think did fine. Yeah, uh, but it, but it also wasn't like. Designed it was
0: supposed as a blockbuster. Be, yeah, it was one of those that you make for 10 million and hope to make fifty, which mm-hmm. I think it did.
1: Yeah. Um I okay, to be fair, I had Furiosa right next to Fall Guy oh, okay. on my list. Um, <laughs> we, later we, on. But but those fives but are gonna be right on this? this. But this top twenty is such a mess. Oh, like, I yeah. could I could be picking from the top and bottom of my top twenty
0: and you know, no problem. Mm-hmm. Cause I
1: really think this is just such an unpredictable year.
0: I'm very excited to see what your next pick is. Cause so now my, I feel like we're all over the
1: place. So my next pick is, is what I, I moved Godzilla up, uh, to, to get this one. Okay. Uh, I am going to take ghostbusters
0: frozen empire. Okay. That's another one I had in my mid tier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so
0: interesting. I am fascinated by this. This is gonna be a very fun year. Uh, I have no idea how this is all going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this is the next chapter in the Ghostbusters franchise, right?
1: hmm And did the last one do. I don't honestly, I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't care about it, uh, but it's streaming anywhere. I want to see it. It <laughs> did well enough that they kind of hustled a sequel out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, you know, all right. What? I am so excited to see where we like start. Cause right now I'm literally working down my list and I've gone to 22 and I've been working up my list to cross off yours. Okay. so i am uh, so curious to see
0: where this keeps going i'm gonna take another r-rated film here i'm gonna take joker 2 which i can't even say the french name that it has oh, yeah all right um i don't anticipate i ever watching this film the joker first joker didn't interest me i i've uh it but but it made lots of money and has lots of mm-hmm. ardent fans that does not always translate into box office. See, uh, Aquaman the Lost especially Kingdom. on sequels
1: for something yeah, but, like, this. uh,
0: it's going to start Lady Gaga
1: as well. Um, I now Joseph, yeah. this might be a, a generalization. Yeah. I dare say the fans of Joker, the movie might not be as interested in a Joker movie with a prominent
0: female lead, but it's Harley Quinn. And I think they're, <laughs> they'd be interested in that. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but it, I don't, I don't know. It's supposed
1: to be like serious Harley and probably not like sexy Harley.
0: Yeah. I, uh, it, I get, it, it, Unpredictable. The, the first Joker movie made far more than anyone expected. So I'm just it's kind of banking on that. Uh, I was this where, one uh, down in your 20s? No, it was number 40. Oh my goodness. We are <laughs> in part
1: <laughs> in part because I just didn't want to
0: pick it. Yeah. Oh, you know, so okay. there's like definitely a little I bit feel of that. like, okay, right now. Okay, did I just – I should have said this a little bit ago. I almost said this. I want us to, like, imagine a secret black ball where it's, like, a film that we're just not going to take. I think I might have just chosen your secret oh. black ball with uh, with Joker 2. But I've got one that uh, if you if you pick it, I'm going to yell out, secret black ball <laughs> for, for, for a film for... that I'm just – not because of any like, – like, I understand Joker, like, there's some loaded – issues Mm -hmm. in the culture with the joker film is one reason not to take that one but it's nothing with like the actors or actresses in this one in the one that's mine it's just like a (laughs) film that i don't want in my roster i've got a secret black ball (laughs) all
1: right um i am gonna take i'm actually really excited that i get this one i'm feeling pretty good about my list uh kingdom of the planet of the apes okay that is
0: another from my (laughs) mid-tier i mean everything's mid-tier right now I know uh, but but I had a top like, 10 and you've not picked in the top 10 uh, after your first two. We are <laughs> we are
1: in my mid tier 2. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, uh honestly, like it's my number 6. I can't believe I I've, I I've gotten all but one of my top 6. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but it's like well, The Planet of the Apes movies have been chugging along. This yeah, is like the 6th one.
0: Now, out of no like choice to avoid them. I just haven't gotten around to seeing any mm-hmm. of them. Have you watched any of them?
1: Okay. No, I, I'm in the same boat as you, but I know a lot of people are like super into them. I think it's a pretty reliable hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, and I think and right.
1: for this year, I'll take a reliable hundred million over a risky 200.
0: <laughs> that is, that, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, speaking of seeking the, the reliable uh, 100 billion. I'm going to take uh, another family animated film. I'm going to take Kung Fu Panda 4.
1: Oh, okay. My next one is going to be an animated f- film, so it's going to be head-to-head on that one.
0: Okay, so Kung Fu Panda 4, it's uh, been a fairly reliable franchise for, I'm going to say, like 15 years. but The I'm last actually... one came
1: out like seven years ago.
0: Yeah, but but they had like three pretty quick, uh, and you know, Jack Black is just boundless goodwill uh, for yeah. everyone towards Jack Black. Pretty Pretty uh, positive. Uh, so uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens this is another i believe this one's illumination as well or no is this one dreamworks it's dreamworks It's dreamworks dreamworks yeah um but uh, i i imagine we're gonna see a pretty strong marketing push coming coming down the pike you know, pretty pretty soon here uh and hopefully i get that hundred maybe maybe 150 200
1: uh yeah. from this it's it's totally possible i am gonna take inside out too
0: okay (laughs) you have yet to take one of the ones i slotted into my top 10 (laughs) after your first two picks that Um, was another one that i just had early on in my mid-tier where i was kind of like "Ah, i'll take that one pretty quick after the top 10 okay can i tell you i it's not until my 13th pick
1: that i feel like i've got like oh okay that's actually that's a a real long shot one that i that so like my number 13 i'll tell you when i get to it but i'm like that's probably really wild that I put it that high up.
0: <laughs> no, quite literally. I, I ordered my top 10 after I realized I didn't have 10. I, I put a one through 10 number next to those, <laughs> but my mid tier is really just a jumble where it's like, go with what you're feeling and grab one of these. But you so are taken, you there yet? No. Have you, have you used full, up your, your seven? I still have three left in my top 10. <laughs> well, but because I did get it up to 10. Uh, okay. I've, I think I've used up my, my, well, no, I got one more of my original that was in there. Okay. So I, I is it this one? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take it now. This is a, uh, um, it, it's, it's going to try to attract that uh, Thanksgiving family crowd. I'm going to take Wicked Part One. <gasps> that was my number
1: nine. I was very close to taking that one. I was two away from taking that one. Oh, this is we we
0: finally circled back to being close to each other in our picks. Fairly um, close, yes. This is a, a huge Broadway hit. Um, as far as like Broadway entering the mainstream, like uh, this was no Hamilton, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it was one of the bigger ones. Uh, since probably the 90s, it's of- like
1: the fourth longest running. Yeah, yeah, but but like so there was a wave in the '90s solid. where
0: like everyone knew the Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they knew Les Mis, like 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 we knew Les Mis, the big Phantom of the opera. But then it kind of it seemed to fade uh, as as far as like the general awareness and general consciousness of what was actually happening on Broadway. And maybe I'm mm-hmm. wrong on that, but that's just my sense of it. Uh, then Hamilton was huge, but this is one that even before Hamilton, I was kind of like, oh, there's a big one called Wicked on Broadway, and I heard the music. I know, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard the original cast recording now, and it's gonna have. Uh, Ariana Grande, I think, is uh, yep, that's right, is leading it. So, uh, I think it's going to do fine at the box office. And Walk uh, has a big, a big musical film right now
1: too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ariana Grande is Glinda, the Good Witch.
0: Mm-hmm. So she gets to sing "Popular."
1: Yes. Um, okay. I am. Well, I still get to take all but one of my top eight and all, probably all but two of my top 10. Um I'm going to
0: take Gladiator 2. Okay, that was actually my number 9 slot. So we overlapped here. Okay, so we have we've locked in back.
1: at the at the end of each of our top 10s. Yeah, with a very muddied middle. Mhm. So this uh, is the Gladiator uh, came out oh 20 years ago. <laughs> more? I don't know. It's I been think a it was while. like 99 or 2000. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's 22 plus years. Yeah. Uh um, but not, this not a film to I have... expected a sequel to. Nope, but it is supposed to have Pedro Pascal,
0: and it is uh, Ridley Scott is back directing it. And it's like, okay, like, okay, oh, and it does like, have
1: uh, Denzel Washington. There's some good stuff going on here. Okay. Um, Honestly, if if that trailer hits right, I think it's going to pull a lot of people in.
0: The, like it's um, the right. Amount of time for a little nostalgia buzz callback. Not like, mm-hmm. oh, I've always loved this franchise. It's like I love that movie when I was in my twenties and now I'm in my forties.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and-, and and it's like, well, it's the Roman Empire. How often <laughs> do you think about it? <laughs> um that and Gladiators on, Gladiator's yeah. one of the reasons that people think about it. Honestly, I like Gladiator was on TNT, I think every other month. And I saw Gladiator a lot when I was a teenager. Oh, the TV version.
0: It was, on. it was on the on the rotation of of the the Turner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or like or TNT
1: people. or AMC. Like something yeah. had had Gladiator on fairly often. It was the T V version, but it's still like, I mean, I'm gonna have it on. Yeah. Um and so I think I think it could be a big it could be a big thing.
0: All right. My number 10 pick I have written down here with a question mark. <laughs> like I oh. went number 10? <laughs> this is what I definitely pulled up from my mid tier. Uh, I'm going back to the family animated movie. Well, and I'm going to take the Garfield movie.
1: I had that as my number eleven. So we are still in pretty close alignment. We're pretty close. Okay.
0: Uh, this is. I think. Um, I think that I question believe, mark illumination. is
1: illumination. That question mark totally valid here.
0: Oh, yeah, it's Illumination again, isn't it? Doing uh, doing I think a so. Show. And it's got a Chris Pratt voice in Garfield who voiced Mario. I don't think anyone went to Mario because Chris Pratt was doing the voice, but no, it, it also did. I don't think it stopped anyone looking at the box office. So we might in the same thing. Uh, I will say like, I remember when I was a kid, when we go to the local library, grabbing a ton of those Garfield collections, uh, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: my kids do the exact same today. <laughs> you know, thirty years later, it's still go grab all the Garfield collections. Many of them from when I was a kid, so they're grabbing the exact same ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still just going. They're they Garfield. can't.
1: They can't wait to get their hands on the uh, uh, Bill Murray Garfield movies. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: Like I was, like, there's there. It seems like there's always Garfield media, and it's never like a huge hit, but it's also always present like it's, garfield's just around mm-hmm. and uh this some of this is just my trust and illumination in making another hit because they have been doing very well uh of late and there's generational awareness and familiarity with garfield that's gonna make a lot of parents willing to take their kids to see it whereas when it's the new thing that's a hit for kids that the parents don't know they might be a little more hesitant to go shell out the money mm-hmm. uh to go see the thing so i'm i'm hoping this maybe even over overperforms a little of where where we were thinking.
1: Okay. All right. I, so we're at number 15 overall. That's where we are overall. I'm getting my number 10 pick, Mean Girls, the musical um, okay. adaptation. So so Mean Girls came out years and years ago. There's a Broadway musical. And so this is a film adaptation of the Broadway musical. Of mean I will Girls. say
0: this was a moment online when the trailer came out where there was a generation of people who had that feeling that I'm sure was common for our parents. of Like, why are they doing a remake of that thing? <laughs> where it's like that's well, not that old that's not that old why why is there a new version <laughs> that, that's coming out was like well mm-hmm. it's 20 years ago well that's not that long ago um <laughs> it's, it's a while ago in in entertainment life
1: well it's but it's also recent enough that tina fey is playing her same character
0: and it is this is Doing that distinction of this is the, the musical, you know, an adaptation of the musical.
1: Well, the trailers were maybe not as distinct about it as some people wanted. No, there's been waiting. like people didn't know Wonka was a musical either.
0: Yeah. For some reason, Sues are hiding this. I don't yeah. think they can do that with it's uh, a weird thing with Wicked part one.
1: Or they better not try to do that.
0: <laughs> there's no way they can with that. OK, so Mean Girls was in my mid tier We're we're on the same same page there. Yeah.
1: So we've been pretty close to each other lately. OK,
0: I am going to take uh,
1: Argyle. Okay, that was a couple away from me, but still in yeah, territory. This is
0: um, Matthew Vaughn doing the PG- the Twisted Mine. Yes, yeah, a, a PG thirteen <laughs> action adventure film that he seems very excited about. Um, he did one of my favorite X Men films. He's had success with the R rated stuff, and he said he wanted to go back to PG thirteen for his kids. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Like the cast, mm-hmm. uh, I heard that the trailer, very specifically at his orders, is actually only footage from like the first uh, act of the film. Oh, nice! Because uh, he's trying to keep a lot of the twists that are present in the film very secret.
1: Mm-hmm. If if this goes well, it could go very well. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I I was hoping to get that one, but not hoping hard enough that I put it higher on my list.
0: It's a uh, it it's some sort of like writer who writes spy novels. Maybe wrote something too close to the truth, and now real mm-hmm. spies are getting involved in her life. And it has Henry Cavill and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard, uh, Sam Rockwell. Lots, lots, yeah, lots of good recognizable faces mm-hmm. uh in it so
1: and it looks like it looks like fun. It looks like they're mm-hmm. having fun. It looks like it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh so if people are into fun, could be a big hit. Yeah. I'm going to take the Ballerina uh oh, which is the, the John Wick
0: of. uh tangential thing. Right, a spin-off of the John Wick universe. Yes. Which I believe it was Mav who revealed to us something that he knew that I had somehow missed that John Wick was originally going to be just a straight to video action film with Keanu Reeves uh, and has now become one of the franchises in Hollywood. I
1: I think they made a decent choice there.
0: (laughs) Yes. For like, maybe this is bigger than straight to video. Well, let's see what happens. Okay. Four John Wick films later and a spinoff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm guessing the ballerina is an assassin who is also a ballerina. Is that accurate? Yes.
1: They're um, (laughs) in the mythology of, of the John Wick universe part of his training took place with a family that also trains ballerina assassins. They uh, they have a ballet school. That is also an assassin school. I there,
0: think. Are there other genres of assassins besides the ballerina assassins in the John Wick mythology? Well, just the way you said that. Yeah. You, know, you like, have your ballerina assassins. You've got your cowboy assassins. You've got your motor. There actually are
1: like ninja assassins. There's assassins <laughs> on motorcycles. Okay, um, I said
0: motorsports assassins, jokingly. Apparently, okay.
1: yeah, you were fairly close. Um, yeah. In one of the movies, there, uh, Halle Berry plays an assassin who has two dogs that are part of her deal. Okay, all right. Um, you should you should check out the movie sometime. Yeah,
0: I, it's one of the like I'm not avoiding them. I just haven't gotten around to, to them. Kind of like the the Planet of the Apes. Just like there's too much media. Oh, uh, don't don't let me forget.
1: There's the also like the homeless assassin clan.
0: Oh, um, unexpected there. Yeah,
1: there's like a, a little network of homeless people in New York that are their own uh,
0: <laughs> their own organization in the John Wick universe. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am going to take our first horror film. Uh, there's always some horror films that are going to make over $100 Had million. Had we not dollars. grabbed anything until now. Okay. It's going to be Speak No Evil. It's from Blumhouse or Blumhouse, however you pronounce that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is one of the reliable horror uh ones? And my understanding is, looking at this one, it's got a oh, I'll, I'll look up who it is. Uh, it's slipping my mind at the moment, but it's an adaptation of uh, I think it was a Norwegian horror film that was was uh like blew up the you know the horror film uh internet where it's like oh this this Norwegian film is really really good. Oh, just uh, a couple so, years ago. Yeah, yeah, I heard uh, about that one. It's creepy. So I don't like uh, horror films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is going to be the, you know, the the, the American
1: studio version of, uh, of it. I don't know if it'll, I don't know if it'll do really well. It's possible yeah. all the horror heads saw the Norwegian version and aren't going to want to watch an American version.
0: Oh, it's James McAvoy's the lead in it. Uh, he's, he's pretty good, though.
1: Well, yeah, I ultimately didn't have that one on my list.
0: Oh, OK. Um,
1: are you going to take a horror one now just to, to grab one? Or are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll take it when I get to it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> uh okay, we uh we have reached my real wild card where I was like, I I probably put this too high up. This is my number 13. Twisters.
0: Oh, okay. I had that. I my next tier is late picks. I had twisters in my late picks, but this is fine. I, I could see this easily becoming a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh so so it's somehow not a sequel, but maybe in the same universe, but maybe not oh, yeah. of the nineteen ninety seven or ninety eight film Twister. Which is a pretty solid movie that a lot of people feel positively towards. I remember seeing that maybe once or t- I, I definitely saw it at least once in the theater, maybe even two or three times in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, it on VHS ha- at home. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember liking it. And it seems like these kind of big special effect uh, disaster films, there's a place for them. Uh, yep. So we'll see what this one does.
1: OK, uh, what's your what's your next pick?
0: oh do i want to do this one are you still in one? mid-tier or have I still, you reached- i still i still got a bunch of mid-tier like my okay. mid-tier was pretty fat i'm gonna take venom three uh okay. i not excited about it don't expect a big rotten tomato score on it but somehow those movies are making money of all the spider-man sony films venom has been their only consistent earner i think
1: i kept that pretty late because i wasn't sure if it was actually going to come out
0: there is that <laughs> <laughs> that that's why that's
1: the only reason I had it so late in my picks. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was on my picks. Oh.
0: Uh,
1: I will take Mickey 17.
0: Okay. That, that is just at the top of my late picks. So,
1: okay. Cause I mean, it's a wild card one. It is um, from the director of parasite. So, you know, Oscar double winning, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a director doing a, a sci-fi. I don't really know what's going on with it, but, I'm yeah. I'm kind of banking on his cachet.
0: Okay, never mind. That was in my Hail Mary pile. <laughs> that was not in my oh, that was
1: probably <laughs> too low for that one.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay, uh, I'm going to take uh, if just based on the star power involved with it. Um, mm-hmm. John Krasinski written and directed, and uh, Ryan Reynolds is in it, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, this has something to do with imaginary friends for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. So some sort of like. Probably family comedy family oriented comedy, yeah. yeah, um, I think
1: Steve Carell's doing one of the main voices i I had it in in the middle of my stuff. Okay. I feel a little iffy of it 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 could it it could turn sideways a little bit, depending on the cultural conversation around it. It bears some striking similarities to a show that was on Cartoon Network called Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends.
0: Which is, I believe, if I remember right, about abandoned imaginary friends.
1: Yes, which seems to be the premise of If. Yeah. It's like, okay, what what about when kids don't need their imaginary friends? What do the imaginary friends do? It's like, well, that's kind of the premise of this cartoon. Uh, both of them feature a main character imaginary friend named Blue. Oh,
0: That really? feels
1: striking similar.
0: Okay, I had no idea about that. Like, I kind of remember that show existing, but it was after my real consumption of, mm-hmm. of that. You know, I was just a little too old for to, to really watch it much uh,
1: yeah, so just... I feel like a few things, they strike me a little too close for comfort, right? Um, but, but if so, if the conversation turns against John Krasinski on this one, then that's going to be a real dud. Mm-hmm. But if if it doesn't turn into a big thing, then it'll it'll probably just do fine. Yeah. Uh I'm going to take Mufasa, The Lion King okay uh, this one i had as a late pick only because of when it gets released yes i yeah i i agree with that but i mean honestly i'm in the territory where it's like
0: but also Wonka things just are one kind of, top of late films right it, yeah last year in our just a box office with the same pretty much the same release date wonka became a top 15 film so,
1: yeah so it it, it, it it could do really well it might not come out i don't, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I i mean once you're past the top 20 it's like i don't know do whatever like, I don't think yeah. anything past 21 now with Oppenheimer has ever made it into the top five. Yeah. And so the uh, relevance is, it, it. you know, it's just not worth fiddling with the list too much now. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, then I'm going to take, uh, let's see. I I will take Alien Romulus. Uh, I always feel like the Alien franchise is on the cusp of becoming very big and relevant and then doesn't quite do it. Maybe this will be the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh you can tell from my voice. Not super excited about the pick, but just kinda like, eh, it's there.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to refine where I have it on here. Oh, yeah, there it is. Um I'm gonna take
0: Nosferatu. That'll be my horror film. Okay. Now uh do you know when that one comes out? No. Christmas Day. Yeah, it'll do fine. For for what it is, <laughs> a, I like <laughs> OK, I mean,
1: how much more was I going to make out of Nosferatu or what? Let me tell you yeah, in next February bit. versus <laughs> versus Christmas Day. It's going to make what
0: it's going to make. I'm going to go ahead and grab another one. Where it's just kind of like it's here. I don't know what to expect. Beetlejuice, too.
1: Mm. Yeah, I have no idea what to expect on that one.
0: Tim Burton and uh, Michael Keaton back together for, for this. Oh, is it Michael uh, but- Keaton? Yeah, he's back. Is I he don't live? know. Does he have... He's willing I mean, to do whatever, it seems. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I guess. It's Michael Keaton. I was going to say, it's like, does he have the energy to do Beetlejuice? But he had a lot of manic energy in The Flash.
0: Oh, man. What up? Okay. Yeah. Listen so, to our quick... Know, know. Like, become a patron and listen to our quick cast if you want to hear a wild take about my viewing of The Flash <laughs> when, I was, when I had COVID.
1: <laughs> All right. I am going to take the American Society of Magical Negroes. Okay,
0: this was not on my list at all. I didn't see it anywhere. Tell me about this one. I'm, a, I'm the, the name.
1: Okay, uh, Justice Smith, uh-huh. who was in Detective Pikachu. He was in uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-huh. He is playing a young black man who is introduced into being. They, they talk about it in the trailer. A magical <laughs> Negro,
0: <laughs> and Which his is job,
1: a film trope that is yes. problematic. <laughs> yes, and they're dealing with that by saying, okay. You have magic powers. You have to use them to help white guys achieve what they want. And if you do that, then all of us get to continue having magic and stuff. So, like that, it is the the price they pay. It, it, for it's a postmodern like self awareness around. Yes, and so there's there's a point where he like where he says like I don't. It's not my job to make other people feel more comfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: and so they they're dealing with that. But uh, Justice Smith is, like, I, he's got something. He, he has mean, I really he has enjoyed in Dungeons
0: & Dragons. We need to talk about Dungeons & Dragons on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm putting that down. We're going to talk about that one soon.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, but, but he's got, like, he's got something yeah. on film. And, and this is, like, maybe a little more serious, but still comedic. Um, and, and so in the trailer, his assignment is to befriend this guy at, at a tech company and yeah. help this guy to get the girl but he falls in love with the girl. Okay. And he has more chemistry with the girl and they're like, sorry, like it's your job. <laughs> like your, your job is to not <laughs> pursue your own interests. Okay. And so, yeah, I think you, you should watch the trailer. I think, I think it would, it would resonate uh, with your experience with the tropes and everything. You're like, Yeah. I see what they're doing.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, All right, Um, I am going to take, you know what? You've got a couple of late December films. I'm going to take Sonic 3, Mm -hmm. Uh, the third Sonic the Hedgehog film. The first two shockingly did very well at the box office. I was not at all prepared for how well they have done. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here we are, and I will take the third one.
1: Yep, that's totally fair. I had that just a few few picks away. I would have taken that. Yeah. so we're not we're not far off from each other uh i'm gonna take night swim another horror film so i get two chances at a horror blockbuster
0: yeah i this one's the, the very early in the film low budget horror film like megan last year so you definitely have a mm-hmm. chance to make some money there i didn't even put this one on my list uh i've just seen the trailer or the commercials of, while watching sports lately uh but it was i, I kind of f- forgot about it when i was making my list <laughs> mm. understandable Yeah. all right what do you got next I will take number uh, 30, by the way, for those keeping track at home, quiet place. Day one. Okay. Um, It's the quiet place franchise. Uh, Mm -hmm. The first one kind of came out of nowhere and surprised everyone and made a lot of money. The second one was fine. I think, Uh, or was that a pandemic one? I can't even remember. I'm Uh, not
1: sure. I think it was coming out of the pandemic.
0: Right. Uh, But we'll we'll see uh, what this one does. You know, this is the point where it's kind of like, yeah, we'll see (laughs) for all these picks.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, I've got. Where am I at? Number twenty three on my list.
0: Uh, Horizon: An American Saga, Chapter One. Okay, I ha- yeah. Now that does leave Part Two, which is supposed to come out the same year, still on the on the board. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I'm, I mean, I can't take both of them oh, with yeah, one yeah, pick. No. <laughs> Now this is some sort of Kevin Costner epic. It's he's back. In I it, think it's back in back the in his epic Yellowstone mode. franchise. No, I think it was him leaving the Yellowstone franchise oh. to go make this. Is what I I thought. Like he was. I'm not sure. He, he had some either creative or financial beef with the Yellowstone franchise and left to go do this. Is my understanding.
1: Well, I'm kind of banking on the Yellowstone people going to see his movie.
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, like the the number one network drama.
0: I don't know. Well, it is okay. Quick, quick summation here on on uh, IMDb says a fifteen year span of pre and post Civil War expansion and settlement of the American West. Oh, Kevin Costner's feeling it. He's really mm-hmm. he's going he's going all out for his for an Oscar with this one. Is it's, he the director or just the star? Uh, he is the director uh, and the writer and the producer and the star. Oh, all this right. is definitely a business I have done right. with Yellowstone. I'm not so, making enough money off of Yellowstone. I'm doing my own thing, kind of move.
1: So probably zero Oscars.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, no, no the, offense to Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But when you're, doing, when you're doing the, when you're doing when
1: you're doing all of that, you're probably not going to be able to do any of it at the top
0: quality. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. I will take. Uh. Th- there's a new Bad Boys movie coming out yep number <laughs> four gonna take it uh, see if people are ready for will smith again don't know uh it's been a you know he's kept a fairly low profile since the slap at the oscars mm-hmm. uh, but he was one of the most bankable beloved stars for decades so we'll see what this one does
1: if someone wanted this movie to tank they could take out some ad space and put a very particular image that i think would remind some people <laughs>
0: yeah I, now the title of the film is bad boys so there is that
1: <laughs> oh my gosh do you think that they would have him in the movie and in the trailer slap someone in the face? Absolutely not. No.
0: <laughs> he is he he himself for his public image will not do that. <laughs> okay. That would be that would be too dicey. Yeah. He is he definitely wants to put that behind him. <laughs> uh
1: I'm gonna take Madam Webb.
0: Oh, black ball! Black ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> You've you found my secret black ball. Where I'm like, this I is... just don't want this one in my list.
1: Mm-hmm. I get it. Um But yeah, so it's the earlier in the year uh Sony Pictures, not Spider-Man movie.
0: Now, Sony famously, with Morbius, mistook online ridicule for online buzz. Yes, and they put it back into theaters. Yes. And
1: lost more money.
0: Now, the trailer came out and there was, I can't even remember what it was, but there was some line that generated a lot of online ridicule. And I'm just wondering if Sony has learned a lesson that this was not good buzz.
1: (laughs) Well, since it's happening before the movie, you know, they can't, they can't put it back in before they've put it in. Yeah. The first time. (laughs) That's true. So maybe they'll just understand how to read the numbers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Uh, It Hold on, is. I'm finding the line right here. By the
1: way, I've watched
0: Morbius. It's pretty bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. (laughs) I, uh, I, I've not watched it. So, uh, I don't have anything here. Let's see. Uh, oh, where? I, so I I pulled up a thing that's uh, an explainer of the meme that went everywhere. Uh, let's see. Here it is. Something about he was with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, uh, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. That's the yep. line. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a line that uh, a little exposition heavy. <laughs> did you did you watch the trailer for Madam Webb? I want to say
1: I did but I literally could remember absolutely nothing of it. Heavily heavily featuring that classic Spider-Man character Ezekiel.
0: Oh, Ezekiel. that's a
1: 90s deep cut. That's the guy that was in the Amazon with her mom. Right, when she was researching spiders right before right. she died. Right before she died. Yeah, it was it was Ezekiel and now Ezekiel's in the city hassling her. But he's in like he's in like kind of a Spider-Man costume. It's a, it's very weird.
0: Okay. Well, um, I mean, that goes without saying on these scenes. Uncle
1: Ben is in this movie what and he's a paramedic he's her friend and he's a paramedic
0: and it's explicitly ben parker
1: i adam scott was cast in this movie as ben parker That is benjamin j parker that is the information that i was given i could be wrong but as i understood it when this movie was being filmed there was pictures of adam scott and said he is playing benjamin parker (laughs) my mind is blown (laughs) Um, okay, I've got to make this. <laughs> this movie is supposed to feature a I think it's the Julia Carpenter Spider Woman and right. I think Aranya and another Spider I like woman. Uh,
0: I like Aranya I think in it's the comic books.
1: Three different Spider Women. But this I is mean, predating Spider Man because Ben is... Parker's still alive.
0: I mean it's one of those like there are some <laughs> good Spider-Woman characters in Marvel Comics, some with other code names. Yeah. But if you try and do all three at once, are any of them gonna get the attention they deserve to be a good no, character? No,
1: probably probably not. Honestly, they might they might be in costume in like flash
0: forwards. Mm. Okay. In in Matt take... of Webb's mind. All right. We spent too long on that. <laughs> I mean, I, we all know that if they wanted this film to be good, they should have cast the dame Julie Dench as Madam Web. This <laughs> was her wanted
1: someone, you know, young and hip.
0: In the comic books, Madam Web is, is uh, geriatric.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you um, would you estimate in the comic books, would you estimate Madam Web to be older or younger than Aunt May? Older. OK.
0: But Aunt May in the comics from the it 60s is, was is like she was like, 80.
1: Is like 80. 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you're saying Madam Web is 85 or 90.
0: Now, now, in the film, they constantly are de aging Aunt May every single mm-hmm. time she appears. <laughs> She's getting younger and younger with every new film. She's gonna be a cousin next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna take a film that you actually had me write a summary of for this year's Christmas game. Red one. Oh,
1: I didn't. I didn't see that listed for any theatrical release stuff.
0: See, but I, saw I think it, on, it on is. One list, and I was yeah, and it's got uh, Chris Evans and. Mm-hmm dwayne the rock johnson all uh, right uh and you know family christmas film i assume it's gonna be family from the tone uh, <laughs> but who knows it's a it's um, a hard
1: r <laughs>
0: yeah, hey christmas done the, they, they have done those lately
1: <laughs> yes that's true would not be the first hard r christmas movie <laughs> yeah. but with the rock and and chris, chris, chris evans, evans yeah i getting both of them together i'm like nah and that's, that's gonna, gonna be like pg-13 friendly. four quadrant is what they're yeah. shooting for with that all right um yeah, I think you're right. I think it is coming out in theaters. Um, but who knows?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll take Saw Eleven or X I. Okay, yes, I, uh, I, we're we're down with done with my mid tier, and that is in my late picks round. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're into my late picks with that. Well, I'm I'm into my second half of my list. <laughs> okay. Well, in my late picks, I'm going to take the Lord of the Rings animated film, The oh, War of Rohirrim. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that you wouldn't have taken note of that one. Uh, So, oh, I guess we didn't touch saw 11. It's the 11th chapter of the horror film franchise. Lord of the Rings, a war of Rohirrim is an animated film set. I think 200 years before the Lord of the Rings films is what I saw in one quick explainer. Yeah. I'm Um, not going to verify. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I've not seen the animation style. I can tell you nothing. Uh, Mm -hmm. I wish I'd seen the animation style. If I had, and I loved it, I might've moved this up higher,
1: but you know, Lord of the Rings.
0: I'm going to take Civil War. Oh, that was it. The top of my late picks pile. I just skipped past it for the Lord of the Rings one. Okay. Uh, I think that's A24
1: doing a what if uh, some sort of division caused actual warfare between United- between yeah. factions in the United States.
0: Uh, and A twenty four is one of those studios that's like it's kind of like Blumhouse or Bloomhouse again. I don't know how to pronounce that one. I think I've heard it both ways so many times. I always panic mm-hmm. when I'm about to say it. Uh, but it's one of those studios where like I see them attached. I'm like, this that's probably going to make money. I don't know how much, mm-hmm. but it's going to make some money. <laughs> yeah,
1: but also, especially with something like this, it's like uh, critics could go pretty, pretty hard against this one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And so I wasn't going to take it very early. Yeah, that's why it's a, yeah. uh, I understand it being a late pick, but both for me and for
1: you. Because uh, partisan critics also contribute to Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) And so if this is favorable or unfavorable to anybody on the political spectrum, it's probably going to get panned by that faction.
0: Um, Okay. I am going to take another horror film here. Uh, Okay. I'm going to take Smile Two. Smile is a surprise hit. I think I'm uh, out of horror films, so I think we're actually ending up with a surprising number of horror films. Yeah, I think this is my last one. Uh, though I guess in my Hail Mary, there's some titles I have there that I couldn't tell you what they're about. Uh, <laughs> but Smile too, Sm- the first Smile was kind of a surprise moneymaker, so maybe this will be the same. All right,
1: I will take the new Jason St- Jason Statham action movie, The Beekeeper. <laughs> okay,
0: I-, I didn't even put that on there because I saw the commercials a lot in the last week, and I'm like, who is this for? What what is this? <laughs> Well, clearly not for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that means. <laughs> the beekeeper right. doesn't um, r- ring with obvious action film franchise potential as far as a name. But honey is flammable. Is that something that, in the trailer? That I, yes,
1: <laughs> he he throws a jar of honey on a person, and then lights it on fire. Are you
0: what? Okay, all right. I know this like, is going long. Honey, we're stop. We're honey's really flammable. We're just gonna push forward because we're we're going long, <laughs> but. Okay. Uh, All right. My next pick is going to be the sequel to one of the most perfect films made in uh, the last decade Paddington in Peru, sequel to Paddington 2, which is on my list of perfect films where no frame should be changed. Okay. All right. Uh, We are
1: diverging quite a bit. I've got several things that, like, I'm not crossing some of these. How many picks are we
0: at? Because I'm entering my Hail Mary picks pretty quickly here. We're at 40. Okay, we're usually trying to do fifty two yeah so so we each only have six more picks, okay, yeah, I, I've got enough uh, for that, but if it was much more than that, I was not gonna have enough picks,
1: but I still have I've got a lot more than six left on my list, like you've done a number of things that weren't on my list, okay, uh, yeah, you've
0: surprised me a couple times here,
1: so I might have to I don't know, I might have to jump into you know my my bottom stuff a little bit um I'll take. The Book of Clarence.
0: Remind me of what this one is, because it's not on my list. But I, I, once you said it, I'm like, oh, I I think I um, saw something about that one. I. It is like a satire,
1: biblical. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. G, it, like, not Jesus, but like in the times of Jesus. Yeah.
0: Um, not like a Monty Python full on, but in that vein. Yes. like no, like, no, a, like, like a Martin pretty biting love, right? satire. Yeah. OK, no, I think I think that's reasonable Hail Mary pick here. I, the, I'm in my Hail Mary phase. At this yeah, point. I, I'm really going to have to start breaking my uh, my order at this point, And then we'll talk a little bit about the things that didn't make the cut. OK, now this one is strictly based on the overperformance of this film studio last year. I am going to take Cabrini, which is coming from Angel Studios, uh, and bold. As we mentioned at the top of this podcast, extremely uh, bold. It, I am fully into my Hail Mary point here. Whereas, like, I, if I make more than twenty million on any of these, I'm happy.
1: I was going to make jokes about us taking a stronger look at like Christian propaganda, but but you actually did it.
0: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, the last how, one how I made. Do, right? How do you spell it over hundred million?
1: How do you spell the name of this film? C A B R
0: I. And I what's it about? You don't know. I, 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 uh, a week ago I watched the trailer. Um, okay. Uh, let me, uh, look this up. I, <laughs> uh, I can tell you, I nothing. don't know. Okay. If... After, okay, here it is. After witnessing okay. disease and poverty in the slums of New York, Italian immigrant Francesca Cabrini embarks on a daring journey to persuade the hostile mayor to provide housing and healthcare for hundreds of orphaned children. Make fun of that. Andrew, <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like that's the
1: mayor's probably not going to do it. <laughs> that's that's my assumption. Is is that it doesn't happen?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, the studio is is famous for their uh, their, their their uplifting stories, right? Is what they're trying. Mm-hmm. to Uh,
1: I don't know if the studio is going to get any heat as you know as a oh yeah as the, a side the, effect of the, from, uh, Tim, the Tim Ballard guy. stuff, but yeah. Um uh i'm gonna take the untitled universal monsters movie
0: is that the wolfman question mark that i have on my list
1: no it's not because i have that elsewhere okay uh yeah there's an untitled universal monsters movie possibly coming out okay
0: uh i'm gonna take uh a a music biopic because that's done well lately that Uh, was
1: that was in in this territory for me bob marley one love Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, Ah. Huh. Uh, you know what I've decided I'm, I'm actually just not going to worry about Craven the hunter, um, <laughs> at all. And I'll go ahead and take the wolf man.
0: Okay. I, I, yeah. Well, as you heard, I have that on my, on my Hail Mary list with a little question mark here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I am going to take. Wolves has Brad Pitt and George Clooney. That's all I know about it. I I've, could not tell you a plot. I've never heard a thing about this. Well, I just saw it. I, I think it was one that was maybe uh, a recent addition to the film schedule. Like, like oh, they are going to get that Wolfs? out this year. W-O-L-F-S is what I have down. Not Wolves. Wolfs. All right. This I very pred- hard to say I predict that movie's not real. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm double checking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I predict if it is real, it's not coming out. <laughs> uh, written, directed by John Watts. Okay. Uh, stars and is co-produced by George Clooney and Brad Pitts. Uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, Those are real uh, people. Coming out in September. Two professional fixers find themselves hired for the same job. Is the premise. Oh, that sounds like it could be fun.
1: Yeah. Um Especially if it stars Brad Pitt and George Clooney. But if it doesn't, then
0: yeah. nah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, now. Okay. Wild card thing here. I will say it is an Apple original film, which, which sometimes goes straight could... to Apple, Apple TV. Plus yeah. sometimes get a theatrical release. That one could All go right. either way. Well, you're taking that risk. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take.
1: How many more picks do I have? I only have three more picks. I'm going to take. Uh, Karate Kid.
0: Oh, that was literally the one I was going to pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Karate Kid next pick. with with Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio. Uh,
0: uh,
1: I I have no idea. And I think it's a December. But
0: that was my next pick.
1: Okay. I mean, if it was your next pick, then. Whew, stole it right
0: out from under you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then I am going to take untitled Scarlett Johansson, Jason Tatum, Space Race movie. I'm not going to write all of that down. <laughs> Just say Johansson Tatum space. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and if I hope, a, it's not, I hope it's not a Netflix movie and I don't realize it or anything. If a movie like
1: that comes out, I think we'll have to make, <laughs> you know, a reasonable adjudication about it. Yeah. Um, all right. I only have two picks left. You only have two picks left. Where is
0: this going to go? Wait, what in the world? I just looked this up. The rest of the cast that's listed on this film just to make sure it existed. Is this an animated um, film on Netflix? No. Uh, it looks like it's uh, supposed to be released in July. No, they're not doing much in the marketing yet. Mm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Channing Tatum, Jim Rash, uh, Ray Romano, and Woody Harrelson are the main cast.
1: <laughs> that sounds like animated cast uh, to me. <laughs>
0: what? Apple TV uh acquired it for 100 million dollars they must have overpaid jason oh it's directed by uh greg berlanti that's not an animation guy it was titled project artemis but i think that's the name of a book that came out recently so they may be or no Mm -hmm. they had a book called uh project hail mary and artemis by the same writer so they may be changing it because of that
1: Mm. all right a little weird well, oh, see. Chris
0: Evans was supposed to be in it, but he had to drop out because of scheduling. And Chinatina uh, took over.
1: I don't know what to tell you. I don't I don't know if that movie is gonna happen. And if it does, there's a total possibility that you've picked two movies that are coming
0: to Apple TV Plus and not theaters. I mean, it does not seem like it is animated. It is uh it seems to be live action. All right. All right. <laughs> I do love Jim Rash. Yeah. Always delightful. Uh
1: I will take transformers one. Oh, yeah
0: okay I had that. that one's animated right am i remembering? i believe
1: so it's supposed to be an animated transformers movie okay uh yeah, i mean
0: they keep making transformers movies so they must make some money
1: mm-hmm. my kids enjoyed the the rescue bots academy
0: okay that means i gotta pick something here yeah you got okay. two more i feel like i've I've kind of, like, taken some big swings with films that might not happen Uh, with my (laughs) list. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to do another one. it's not a big swing at number 46. Yeah. Uh,
1: Let's see. Hold on. Let me make sure. I'm surprised at how many movies you've named that I didn't put on my list.
0: All right. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm not going to do the Disney animation Hail Mary. I'm going to take... Oh, this is a real hail Mary. <laughs> All right, this one you, very, very really may not come out. Coyote versus Acme, the oh. Warner Brothers film that I, they tried to kill, and they decided to auction off to another distributor. So didn't someone they get else. Bought is by
1: Amazon.
0: Uh, it Has not been announced. To it's a bidding war is currently happening for oh, Coyote versus Acme, and there's Acme. a definite it's, possibility that it's Amazon. possibility it comes out in theaters. But it's also very possible this goes straight to an Amazon Prime mm-hmm. or Netflix or something like that. All right, and and. That would not. It was have not been on my a, radar, but as it I was just looking up the on, animated film, I saw it that mentioned.
1: It wouldn't have been on a list, right? Of films being released because it is not scheduled for release. So that's a that is an interesting pick. I'm going for a Hail Mary. Okay. If a Disney animated movie does come out, I get it <laughs> as my last pick.
0: <laughs> that, 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 that's fair because I I just about did that. Yep. I was almost. I,
1: I had it listed down. I was like, okay. If I'm gonna take it, it's only going to be at my very final pick. I do not believe that it's going to happen. I think they're going to take a year off. And I I really hope that, you know, they like sit in a corner and think a little bit about what they've done. And and <laughs> did you like go see Wish. Have you no, seen Wish? Okay. No. I do a Disney podcast and I didn't go see it. Like I so I need them to like get it together.
0: Uh yeah okay so I just about took that I cannot knock you at all taking it I, I think that's very well I, I, I was like
1: I kind of don't want you to take it I want to yeah. grab it as my last pick okay um
0: do I get one last pick Yep Yep you get the last pick number fifty two Okay I've got uh I've got three options I'm debating between I'm gonna say them you I this is not gonna sway me I just want to know if any of these were on your list uh Craven the Hunter <laughs> uh well I I had it on my list but I decided yeah. to skip it. Borderlands, a video game adaptation that
1: was written down on my paper. And Challengers, the uh Also Zendaya written down on
0: my paper. Tennis. Okay. Uh, here's the thing I don't know what to take of these. I don't think Craven's going to get any Rotten Tomato score worth having. So I'm probably going to skip that yeah, one. I don't think Challengers is going to make a lot of money, but I could see it being in like the 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So if it makes 40 million, hey, I get a chunk of change there. Uh, Borderlands. But then you I'm also getting... have to like have picked Challengers yeah uh borderlands i i have no idea i've seen no buzz about this i just Mm -hmm. don't know
1: if i was in your position i would probably take borderlands
0: that's what i was just leaning, uh, just because of the true wild card nature. Because mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for Challengers, and it screamed to me that film could make like ten million dollars, maybe, or mm-hmm. somehow it could make forty or fifty. But it's dead. I don't. But see it's not it. going to make possibly make more than that. I could see more, You know, a big live action video game adaptation could potentially make hundred million dollars. So I'm oh, gonna take or seventy. To it like it's yeah. got a higher ceiling. Yeah, uh, wider variance than what I see with mm-hmm. challengers and uh, Craven. I I just see a pretty low floor. Not not yeah, much variance. It's,
1: it's probably going to get like fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and make eighty million dollars. Yeah. I, um. Ugh. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about the movies that didn't make the cut on from my list. Okay. Didn't select uh, Horizon American Saga Part Two or Chapter Two. Oh, II. I
0: forgot about that one entirely. Uh, <laughs> I had that one on my list, but I just forgot about it.
1: Didn't get Lisa Frankenstein.
0: Didn't have that one on my list.
1: Uh, Challengers didn't make the cut. Ultimately, I don't know what Arthur the King was, but I wrote it down.
0: I, not on my list at all.
1: Uh, the bike riders that might be a big miss for us for the year. I, That's Austin, the Butler, I Austin Butler. Austin like Butler and been... um and uh I, I, he's Venom. Why can't I remember his name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh I, I saw the trailer and it uh didn't feel like I had hit written on it mm-hmm. for me.
1: Uh Craven the Hunter didn't make the cut for the whole year. Uh yeah. Imaginary, a horror film. Uh
0: is that like the dark version of if? I guess. I guess so, actually.
1: <laughs> um You would not enjoy watching the trailer for it. There's an imaginary friend. I think it's a it's a stuffed animal bear, so it's not like an imaginary friend, but the girl starts talking like his imaginary friend. He starts the imaginary friends telling her to do things like hurt herself. Um, uh, it's like, no, oh, that's, that's not, not good. That's not that's yeah. not good. No, don't like that. I don't at all. like that. Um, and then Love Lies Bleeding. Don't did not have that one on my radar. I think it's a Kristen Stewart crime romance
0: thing. I'm not 100% sure. OK, the only there, there other might thing be crime there might not. The only other thing I had written down and I put multiple uh question marks next to it was uh Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare which oh. is I believe uh Guy Ritchie uh and I think it's supposed to have Henry Cavill but I've just I remember it being announced and it feels it felt like it's been in limbo forever and so yeah, I, wonder, I don't it's going to be caught in the uh, uh I haven't heard anything about it. Like as I look up now, it still says release date just 2024. Um, yeah, I'd say that's unlikely.
1: So probably good that we missed it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think it's supposed to be something uh, about uh, a secret World War two group that uh, mm-hmm. you know was trying to do, uh, you know, uh, it's like spies or something. shenanigans against the Nazis, right? You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Okay. What else what else did you have that didn't make the cut?
0: Uh, we debated the other ones that I had. That was oh, literally okay. everything on my list has now uh, been picked by one of us.
1: So you picked more things that weren't on my list, I think, than I picked that weren't on your list.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a wild year. This one's wide open. Um mm-hmm. right now, uh
1: just based on the way the formulas are built into our spreadsheet, uh the winner is listed as me <laughs> with uh, a margin of $0. mm mm-hmm, <laughs>
0: So uh, now I, I, always- I am the default. <laughs> I, I, just a little curious. Did, well, okay. We, we're not going to get it. What, do you know? Which are the first of these films to come out at all? Like, do you know any, uh, mm, I guess night swim is like night
1: swims week. early. Mean girls is January. Okay. So you're going to get an early lead on me. Uh, probably. There might be something else that you picked that's coming out in January. There's actually a weekend. At least, um, at least there was, there was a weekend in this upcoming year that didn't have any major films coming out.
0: I mean, something will get shuffled to that. Even yeah. Though, uh, you know, so, yeah. Cause there.
1: there's some week that's got like three and someone's going to shift. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is going to be a bananas year. So make sure you get on our Patreon so you can get our quick cast where we actually give the updates on
0: these. Yes, I am uh, famously undefeated in this game this year. I don't have much confidence just because it's so wide open. What, mm-hmm. And th- I think there's probably gonna be a hit film or two that haven't aren't on the schedule yet. And they're going to appear on the schedule and something that we have listed will get bumped. It happens every single year, even when we're not dealing with a weird film schedule because of writer strikes and things like that.
1: And I think it's going to be interesting because we each had so many early picks that, <laughs> that were, we're, not, that were not like we were not on the same page. Yeah. And so we each got a lot of what we wanted in our top 20. Uh,
0: yeah, which is going to really let us know who's who's got the finger on the pulse of, uh, of the Hollywood studio system. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, listeners, like Andrew said, you can hear us give monthly updates on our quick casts. Uh, so if you become a patron, you'll be able to hear that every single month. Uh, that is going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for joining us. For show notes and links to all the other great Dueling Genre shows, you can go to DuelingGenre.com. Also, please subscribe to the Protagonist Podcast and your podcast app of choice. And please leave us a review. That really helps us out. We'd like to thank St- Tofty, who composed our theme music. Thank you again for listening we'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story do you is I'm going to ask you a question and this is going to affect my pick and I just hope you're honest with me is there a Disney animation film that's supposed to come out next year? Because I've seen evidence both for and against it actually existing and coming out. I do not think they've canceled the slot. Okay, so they are holding a slot. But I oh. at
1: one point, I saw somebody list Incredibles 3 in that slot, which I'm certain is not true. Oh, man. Okay. All right.